welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I am your host. Today I have brought you Will Lopez. He is an actor and a casting director, and he's known for his work on Boone the Bounty Hunter from 2017, Syndicate Smasher 2017, and his upcoming film that releases in 2019, The Other Side, Live or Die. Will, welcome to a new podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Pleasure Good. to be here. Actually. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Now, first off, I've got to ask, how did you get into acting? Now, I, I know in 93, you're in Blood In and Blood Out, and yes. uh, which I think the whole world has seen. Uh, what was your first project? You know what? That, that's actually one of my first projects. Okay. I, um, it's weird because people do ask me how I started in acting. My mm-hmm. family members are not actors. Uh, my father was a businessman, my okay. mom, stay-at-home mom. My older brother um, is a cardiologist in Seattle. And uh, my other brother, he's a real estate agent. Okay. So ever since I was a kid, I always loved to do acting. Mm-hmm. So I used to sneak in to the General Hospital set when I was a little kid. Oh, in show. the green room. That was way before 9-11, so you can go in there and sneak in. And I always loved the behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. um, during that time, I you know always wanted to get into theater or that type of stuff. Well, uh, come older, I, I got married and have kids, and I always wanted to get into the business, but my ex-wife at the time never wanted me to be an actor, but I did it anyway. So that's when I uh, got into acting, unbeknownst uh-huh. to her, which wasn't good, but I did it, and uh, started going to acting school and, and things like that. And there was a role for a movie called Blood In and Blood Out. Didn't know anything about it. It was some type of extra work at the time, because uh-huh. that's what we all started to do some extra work. So they called me to be um, a Chicano in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, I'll do it. You know, so I, I ended up meeting Benjamin Bratt and I didn't know who Benjamin Bratt was. So we all know who he is today. So when we were filming, it was, it was amazing. We were sitting mm-hmm. down and signing autographs and girls were coming up. And then I asked him, say, hey, have you done? Have you done anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I mean? it was my first project. And he goes, yeah, it was a movie called, uh, I don't know, One Good Cop with Michael Keaton. I was like, oh, my God. So now when I'm on set, one thing good about. Uh, what's different is now until then is now you can go on the internet and kind of do your research and who you're working with. Right. But, you know, 25 years ago it wasn't. And so it was great because we were working on Blood in and Blood Eye, which was an amazing movie. I had no idea it was going to be this cult, you know, uh, movie that it is today because during that time, because uh, Taylor Hackford directed that movie, mm-hmm. and during that same time, uh, they were doing American Me. Uh, Edward James Olmos. So Taylor Hackford and Edward James Olmos, they were kind of battling where they were going to shoot certain scenes in the the jail scenes. If you see the movie, there's, you know, both jail scenes. So, and that was such a pleasure to do that movie. And because of the title Blood In and Blood Out, they changed it to Bound by Honor. Okay. And so, so Bound by Honor was, was the name for a while. And then they went back to Blood In and Blood Out probably from years ago but yeah it was, it was I've fun seen that movie so many times I don't know how yeah. many times just that's yeah, one of those cult movies yeah <laughs> now between 93 and the present you have been in over 48 films and mm-hmm. the casting directing too now you have several projects coming out in 2018 I've counted nine so far and I know there's probably going to be a lot more but yeah usually what has been your 
ultimate favorite project to work on? As of right now, actually, that's a very good question because I've worked on a lot of them. There's a movie that's coming out called The Opiate Diaries, which mm -hmm. uh, a really good friend of mine and producer, uh, his name is Pete, wrote this movie. And at the time, I didn't know what opiates were was at the time. And mm -hmm. you know, one of my favorite artists, Prince, uh, died of that. Right. And I finished this film, and I played a police officer. Uh, when you see the movie, you know that my son eventually died of the opiates, and this is the whole story, the backstory on me. But I think that was one of the more touching films that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, there's another series called Things Eternal that I'm on. Mm -hmm. That's in, um, a movie on Amazon Prime. So okay. we did uh, six uh, episodes on that. So that's okay. another, because that has a lot to do with uh, Christ and a lot of Christ-centered stuff. And, mm -hmm. and I like movies like that also. Yeah. Now, do you ever go see yourself at the movies after you've been in a film? You know what? I, that's a good question. I have a premiere tomorrow uh, on a film uh, called Professor Thompson. Okay. And I will see myself in the big screen. Two weeks ago, uh, I was in another movie uh, called Compton's Finest. Mm -hmm. And we did that at the um, we did a private screening at the Writers Guild in Beverly Hills. And 400 seat and over 550 people showed up. So it was wow. standing room. But yeah, it is pretty strange to see yourself on a big screen, you know. And but the hard part about acting is we, we know how many scenes mm -hmm. we've done. Right. So in editing room, we don't know what they're actually going to put. So sometimes when you see that, uh, you might be happy with it mm -hmm. or you might not be as, oh, my gosh, they use that one, that clip. So usually when you're on uh, on set, you might do that scene maybe six or seven times. How many times the, the director wants you to do it? Right. Um, so whatever's on screen is uh, sometimes you're happy with it. Sometimes you're not. Right. And that's why some actors don't like seeing themselves. You know? Well, okay, and then I want to ask you too. I grew up in theater, and I you had said that you're talking about getting into theater when you first started. Have mm -hmm. you noticed a difference between uh, theater work and, and now I know there's a big difference between the set work, the all the cameras and the people yes. around and the long hours. Yes, and those lights get hot. Absolutely, and a lot of people don't realize that. And I, and uh, but. Do, do you, is, is there a big difference between theater acting and acting on screen? Yes. What I okay. felt, um, as, as well, I'd done theater earlier and I loved it. Mm -hmm. um, the great thing about theater, as you know, uh, you're on stage and you're live. Right. So if you drop a line, you're done. That's it. And one thing good about your fellow actors, we know each other's lines and we can pick it up. Mm -hmm. um, that is a difference. And, you know, you have to be on every single night. Um, and, and it's and nothing like live, you know, that interaction of a live, you know, audience. And, and the heart and pounding. The comedy and, yeah. and you get the reaction back and it's better. Yeah. Um, in, in feature films, I mean, it's like if we're doing a scene now, as we're mm -hmm. doing, and they say, okay, they'll cut it and stop it right off the bat. And then we do it again. See, as opposed to theater, if we're doing a scene right now, this is live TV or even live. And, and that's... And yeah, better have, not mess up. If you drop the line <laughs> or if I, if I uh, stumble on, on one of my, my key lines, you know, I need you as my actress, an actor, to pick me up. Right. And that's tough. But then again, that's that's great because you're always on. You're always on. Yeah, yeah. Great. Now, like how, this doesn't pay out here in L.A. And how, how do you feel... 
the film industry has changed since you first got, got into in. the business till now. And is there anything that you would do to make it better? I know as a casting director, you sure. get to pick the characters that you want yes. to see. But is there anything else that you would do to make it better? You know, yeah, great questions. Uh, when I started over 25 years ago, I, I was in it and then I had to drop off for a little bit, many mm -hmm. years. Um, because I had to start over um, because my, my ex at the time didn't want me to do an actor. So I quit for a little bit and I just got back into business five years ago. Okay. So when you look at my my work, the majority of the work's been five years. Yeah. So I've done almost 40 films or 40 projects within five years. Wow. So when I got, came back, I came back strong because mm. back then there was a thing called the Dramalogue, which the Dramalogue was a magazine that you would buy um, – and you would circle whatever you would want, you know, for casting. Okay. And then you would have to do an eight by 10 glossy black and then mail it to the casting directors and hoping to get the phone call back. Right. Uh, today it's totally different because uh, the advent of the internet. Now you can actually, there's a thing called LA casting and mm -hmm. uh, um, access, you know, I guess actors access, mm -hmm. which you get emailed casting all the time. So really, you really don't need an, um, an agent or a manager at the moment, you can actually okay. submit yourself. So that's the difference that I've seen over the years. So you can sit down at your home and just submit. And then you get an email saying you, get, you, you have an audition okay. and then you have to bring it at the time. So um, now becoming a casting director, it's a little bit different because some people we do now, um, you do auditions like what we're doing through Skype now. Okay. Um, I didn't so know that's that. Yeah. So now awesome. uh, Atlanta is working a lot right now. So if you're doing a lot of things in Atlanta, what they'll do is if you're my agent, what you would do is say, okay, well, I'm submitting you for a project for Tyler Perry uh -huh. uh, out in Atlanta. So you need to do what they call a self audition. So this would be our self audition. And okay. then I email it to you, which you'd be my agent manager. You send it to them and they sit and look at it. And that's how it is. So I don't have to fly to do an audition to it in Atlanta. They do a self state. Yeah, I know, 30 years ago, I, I remember my mom taking me to David Letterman's studio in Indianapolis and for auditions. And um, I ended up working on, on grip on the soap set. It's my life, my so-called life. Oh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I dropped the mic. I was only like 13. I dropped the mic on the actor's head and they're like, no more. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but, oh gosh. there you go but you used to yeah, have to go in and wait yeah. in line and yeah. you know but yeah i that that makes it nice that it changed because that means anybody that has a passion for it if they want to do it they can do it yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely but yeah. you know like i i when i do a lot of interviews and I, and I talk to them i always tell them if you want to become an actor uh, be rich and famous run and run fast this is business for them Mm -hmm. This is the business because you know a lot of people are taking, and I also run a business on the side, so I, I really take this it's called show business. So this right. is a business before anything else. A lot of actors don't like that and they don't understand that because you know a lot of people get into this business for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. It's to be popular, and because of the uh, internet, you know they think you know that's where their crowd is. Um, but I'm an old school type of guy. Mm -hmm. I still think of it as, as a business because it is a business. Be on time on set, uh, know your lines, hit your mark. There's a mm -hmm. lot of actors that don't do that, believe it or not, to this I, day. I think of it as like art. It because, is an art. Because you're 
completely becoming a character. Correct. So it's when you just do like the making film, a painting. You are not done. Right. If I'm not Will Lopez, I become the character. Right. And that is tough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot, a lot of pressure. hard work and people don't see hard. that. So now as a casting director, do you when uh, some casting directors I know are so tight and they're like, oh, it's a brunette. It has to be a brunette or, you know, it's a blonde. Are, are you open to different characters or like, you know, um, casting different characters than what you may have had your persona set on? Yeah. Well, yeah, because on the script, there's a certain character, male, female, what you're mm -hmm. looking for. However, when someone comes in and just nails that audition, um, then you have a chance to change it. Okay. Um, because if someone like yourself to say we're looking for, you know, a blonde and you come in and nail that audition, mm -hmm. we like you. I mean, right. we, would, we would actually change it. Okay. For that. You know, it's just, um, and, you know, you know, some, you know, they, they stick with what it is, but sometimes as a caster, you can send that back to the director and right. have them look at it and say, look, this is this person brought this role is totally different than what, how it was written and they brought it the way it was. So mm -hmm. they made it their own. And yeah. you don't want to let someone like that go. <laughs> right, know? right. Yeah. Now, um, do, you, do you have anything? You got to fill us in if you do. Do you have anything that you may be working on behind the scenes that nobody knows about? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually work on the other side. And then there's, um, yeah, the other side is uh, we're looking at in November. Okay. Um, we'll be casting probably pretty soon on that because um, I'm also producer on that film. Okay. So on the producer side, it's pretty tough because we have to, get the money and, and things like that accrue and so it's it's exciting also being on the other side because right. we can see how everything works first of all an actor all we have to do is get in front of the camera learn our lines get her, learn our character and mm -hmm. that's it but now being on the back side of everything you know you got to find the actor find the funding because without the funding it doesn't go right. um find producers executive producers lighting makeup artists and that's that's what, what i'm working on now actually. okay okay yeah. cool now I know in 2018 so far. Okay, you've you've got nine projects mm -hmm. that you've been working on that's going to be coming out. So for our audience, you are going to be seeing a lot of Will next year. Yes. Next year. Oh, okay, they're coming out this next year. Yeah, or, because because you're working eight, on eight, them this year. Yeah, eight, eighteen okay. is when we shot it. So okay. it's edited. Mm -hmm. So everything will be next next year so okay all those will be like okay he's doing this and so you'll see me four or five different movies at one time that's gonna be all you're gonna have to keep your eyes peeled not yeah. literally but keep a yeah. lookout <laughs> because yeah because got... I, I have like i <laughs> that, uh, that i tomorrow that we're having mm -hmm. the screening for uh professor thompson i shot that a year and a half ago okay that we did a week and a half ago also um Compton's Finest, we shot that eight months ago. So the screening was two weeks ago. Yep. And then I have another screening in this one. So it was two movies back to back. Okay. Which even though I almost shot that over a year ago. 
So people don't understand when you shoot a film. Remember, the reason why we can do a lot of films because in those movies, I only work maybe two or three days on the film. I, okay. I didn't work on them like six months. So I go from one film and then I have two others that I'm working on. So I, I finish one and then uh, three weeks later, a month, I'm working on another film. I work another two, three days. So that's how I accumulate all these films. Okay. Um, granted, if I was the lead, then it would be a little bit different, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how you're going to see me. It's, it's right. You've got quite a list and I'm going to name them off Yeah. <laughs> for our audience. Yeah. There's a few that actually might not even be on there. Okay. Zero, where you play Mr. Conservative. Yes, that's Compton's good. finest. Your SWAT uh -huh. team, Rusty yes. Tullock. You're the sheriff. Yes, Kilroy. You play Attorney John Lopez. Yes, The Opiate Diaries. You're the mm -hmm. officer. Things Eternal, the TV series. Uh, you play as Father Guzman. Yes, Another Time. You're the mall patron. Yes, and The Second mm -hmm. Coming of Christ. Reporter McGill Gutierrez. Gutierrez, yeah, and. Last but not least, on my list, anyways, uh -huh. Mundo, from Alter Boy to Hitman. Yeah, that's you that's play been the out. Defense attorney. Okay, okay. I, I'm it. noticing a pattern. I've got to say, wow. Uh, okay, color me impressed because that's a lot of work. But I'm noticing yeah. a pattern. You're the good okay. guy. I've interviewed so many bad guys. I interviewed. Um, uh, the, ah, I can't think of his my, name. My, I'm my him. Huh. Michael Flores. Him and Wilson Ramirez. Wilson Ramirez uh, is the lead on Kill Rock. Yes. So I already interviewed him. And it's like I'm getting the whole cast of all these different movies. And it's like, I don't know everybody, but everybody knows everybody. And everybody knows somebody. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I play a lot of uh, attorneys. Mm -hmm. I, play, I played a priest. I sent you, I think, one of my reels. I played yeah. a priest a lot. Attorneys. Uh, police officers, NSA mm -hmm. agents, and those are the ones that I keep, you know. Um, I don't really do the bad guys or the cholo things anymore um, because I, there's other people that live that life. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that they always beat me on the roll anyways. But the <laughs> stuff that I do have is right. the ones I mentioned is I play attorneys a lot, police officers, you know. Um, and, well, it's and great to interview the good guy. After yeah. I've interviewed so many bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as an attorney, I played the last one I did, a bad, I became a bad attorney. Again. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> but you know, it's fun. It's fun. I, I've had, I have friends in law enforcement and I, it's so hard to, to be in that. Mm -hmm. I play a lot of police officers that I can go and, and play the scene or if I get shot or something. Right. And, you know, I still come home and, and do this. So <laughs> you know? what can we expect in 2018 to see from you that's coming up? Uh, let's see. The movie I'm, uh, that's premiering tomorrow, and that uh, is Professor Thompson, should be on your list. Okay. And uh, The Opiate Diaries, that should be coming out in November. Okay. And you know what? I think also Kilroy should be coming out in September. I can't wait to see that. So it should be Kilroy, uh, Opiate Diaries, uh, Professor Thompson should be out there. Okay. Um, and Rusty Tula will also be out this year. Okay. Because cool. we're where are we in July? Yeah. So we still have a good five months to get these things out. Yeah. Okay. Now growing up, growing up for you, what were your dreams and your desires in life, and what inspired you? You know, um, when I was younger, um, coming from you know a, a Christian background family, mom and dad. 
they never really believed in the industry right. because the way it was uh, and how it still is in a little bit. Um, and my brother being a cardiologist, you know, went to mm -hmm. high school, graduated. Um, then I got into business. I was in the county. I worked for the county for many years and I got okay. into business um, because my father was a businessman. Mm -hmm. But those, that was my, I always wanted to be an actor. I just didn't know how to do it. And I got right. married, I got married at 25 years old. I had two kids. My oldest son's going to be 30. And then my daughter's going to be 28. Okay. So um, that stopped me from pursuing this more. Uh, so I had to quit at the time, like I told you, because I was raising my kids. But my right. dreams and aspiration was always to be an actor. Um, and during that time, a good friend of mine, Emilio Rivera, which, you know, he's done a lot of stuff from Oh yeah, the Anarchy, and now he's on the Mayans, which I'm really proud of him. Z Nation. I'm sorry. Z Nation. Yes. 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 He was on uh, Son of God too. I saw that yesterday on Netflix. And so yeah, he's done everything. Z Nation. I think he got killed in that, that show. Um, so I always watched my friends, and mm. it was like, my gosh, this is, you know, it, it just went, it just kind of passed me my in a way, and I. Right. Once, you know, I, and unfortunately I got divorced. And when that happens, I just went back into this business 100% and just I'm giving it 110%. So that's why you see so much work in the past five years because um, I was gone mm -hmm. for many years. And when right. I came back, you're trying to make up for it. Oh my gosh. And, and I have so far. So that's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. And the hard part about it is I'm older now. Right. But the great thing about that is I get a lot of roles now that I am older. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have forgotten these roles back then, I think. Well, every there's a timing for everything. Amen I agree to with that. You. Now, for our audience um, that wants to follow and keep up with what you got going on and coming out sure. and when, um, where can they follow you out on social media? And then on your bio page, you'll just be able to click right there on the link. Yeah. Uh, Facebook would be under mm -hmm. Will Lopez. You know, okay. Um, very simple, and I also have an Instagram, okay. which uh, will actor the number one. Uh, that's Instagram, and then of course, uh, like I said, Facebook is uh, Will Lopez. I don't have a Twitter. I did an interview before, and they said, "My gosh, Will, you're the only actor who doesn't have a Twitter." It's like I don't really follow that's that. Funny name. tweet, tweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should. Maybe I need to start a, a Twitter. <laughs> Will, I want to thank you so much for taking oh, a time to be much. a new guest here on a new podcast. Oh, Do you have funny. any closing statements for our audience? Uh, yeah, real quick. If, if you guys are thinking about getting into this business, um, it's a wonderful business. It has to be a passion. It can't just be something you just want to do. Because as actors, we do things because we love it. We, we start off doing things for free. Mm -hmm. and uh, and that's always the passion. If you're coming into it to be, like I said, rich and famous, this, this is not that type of business. So, because um, I have a lot of people that ask me, hey, Will, how can I get into business? It's it's being determined, uh, being focused, and being on time. Because um, that's that's the key. Directors and producers, uh, they expect that from you. you know, professionalism, and don't let the, the egos leave that at the door, because there's a lot of... Right people that come in this business and are egotistic, you know, and unfortunately it's just the way it is. Got to be humble. Got to be humble. When you're humble, you're going to continue to work. Yeah. Very true. Very yeah. true. And you, it's good that to love what you do too. Absolutely. Yeah, gotta love it. Absolutely. Gotta love it. Well, um, 
This has been a new podcast and this is Dawn Piercy signing off and we will see you again next week.